Welcome to the REI Mastermind Network, where host Jack Haas gathers amazing stories from leaders in real estate investing. In each episode, our guests will tell you what they're doing that works, what they've tried that failed, and best of all, you'll learn actionable steps to take your real estate investing to the next level. Now, here's Jack with another value-packed episode. We have Benson Egbortogo on the call. Benson, I really appreciate your time. And I'm going to make sure to have this link in the show notes because Benson is giving away a PDF right off the bat. There's no sales funnel or anything here. That might change. But uh, if you go to the number five, ProfitMaximizers.com, it'll take you to the uh, PDF download there. There's a lot of great information. I was perusing it here well before the show. So definitely take him up on that. this. And we're going to be focusing on the business aspect of real estate investing. And we're going to solely be talking about business and entrepreneurship and a few other things. Um, so keep that in mind in this episode. Benson, uh, thank you so much for joining me here today. Absolutely, JD. I am so delighted to be here. Uh, to add some value to your audience. And thank you for having me. So, you know, you've helped, you've created the, it's called Consistent Profit Tree System. Can you give us a little idea of like, how did you get into this type of consultation and how long you've been doing it and what led you to putting together this system? Absolutely. Um, I started a consulting company uh, back in 2006 with a former professor, uh, unfortunately, I mean, he died uh, several years ago, but he had just retired from uh, Standard and Poor's. And then he was teaching at my college at the time. Uh, I went to college in New York. So when I graduated, he said, hey, um, will you want to start a consulting company? I said, sure. You know, <laughs> so we started one. And then eventually when uh, after he died, I had already started uh, my own uh, on the side. And uh, the more I consulted with uh, companies, the more I realized that so many companies were confusing people, including real estate companies. And I realized that, okay, to avoid that confusion, let me look for an analogy that will be easy for everybody to understand. JD, if you go to any tree, I can guarantee you that you're going to find only one type of fruit. If you go to a mango tree, you're going to find a mango fruit there. Mm-hmm. If you go to uh, an apple tree, you're going to find an apple fruit. Most businesses, when people come to their website, they don't have a single product or service that stands out to say, this is what we provide. So it confuses people. And when people are confused, they are unable to do business with you. Since your audience, a lot of your audience is real estate, I usually encourage that, okay, If you want to focus on single family homes, focus on that and make that to be a primary primary house that you are investing into. Now, there might be other houses down the road, but you want to make that so dominant that when people come to your website, they know you are the single family guru. In fact, I, I helped a client several years ago who just focuses on single-family houses, and she's doing relatively very well. So it's easy to identify what she's focused on. So that is where the tree analogy, you know, really came from. And then if you look at a tree, a tree has a system, and a tree doesn't really bother which 
uh, economy is going on. A tree doesn't really bother if you are a black person or a white person or a blue person. A tree doesn't really bother if uh, Democrats are in, in charge or Republicans are in charge. Trees will always grow no matter the economy. Mm-hmm. If, if you just plant a tree and water it, it will grow. So the, the profit tree system really incorporates universal principles that don't respect any skin color, don't respect any age, don't respect any economy, don't respect um, who is in Congress, but they just respect the universal principles that are already there. And anyone who applies them will see their business growing. Yeah, no that that that's a great analogy, especially regarding the the economy. It does it doesn't matter. The tree is always going to grow. Yeah, the tree won't say, "Wow, the economy is really bad. I'm going to stop growing until the economy becomes better. Then I'll start growing again." No, if we just fit the tree with the way we are supposed to, uh, with with what the tree really needs, which is really water and sunshine, the tree is going to grow. In our times, people reach out to me and say, Benson, my business is not growing. And my response is usually, are you feeding your business? And I say, what do you mean? So, well, if you are not feeding your business, it's not going to grow. Um, Many of us have children and many of the people who are listening have children. You come to realize that you don't even need to pray for your children to grow. You just need to feed them. And so long as you give them food and water, they are going to grow. And before you know it, you know, they are one-year-old, two-year-old, three-year-old. They just grow naturally. But if you stop feeding the children, they are going to stop growing. They will eventually die. The same as a tree. So it's really about focusing on what do we need to do to keep feeding the business, to keep feeding the tree, and it will grow irrespective of the economy. Sure. You know, before the tree is growing, though, and it's in the ground, there's a lot of we got to dig the hole and plant the tree. Like there's, there's a lot of fear associated with leaping into, into business. And there's this mindset that needs to be overcome. What do you tell, tell people on, on how to get started? Well, if you are afraid to dig the hole and put the seed in the ground, then you'll never have a tree. You know, the, the, the soil cannot grow a seed that is in your hand. So you have to trust the, the universal law that says that if you put that tree, if you put that seed in the ground and just allow the process to go on, then it will grow. Um, I used to be, I used to be scared to get into business. But one of the things that really encouraged me, which I want to share with everybody, um, that encouraged me to get into business and start it in the first place is I used the pain of my customer, my ideal customer, to be more important than my fear. Because, J.D., if I I love you and I know that you are in pain and I know that I have a solution to your pain, I will allow the love that I have for you to overcome my fear of starting and failing. And as a result, I am going to use my product or service to help you, who is my ideal client in this example, to overcome that pain. The reality is nobody is going to get it off the bat exactly perfectly the first time. There are going to be mistakes, but I always say that in every mistake, there is a take. Four letters in mistake are ready to your favor. You just have to delete three. 
You have M-I-S-T-A-K-E. Just delete M-I-S and take something out of it every time you make a mistake. And that will be to your advantage to keep moving forward. You keep refining the product or service to serve people. So if you have an idea that is going to solve problems for some people, allow the love that you have for your ideal client to overcome the fear that you have to start with, to start the business in the first place. Yeah. You know, I, I think you're saying something really important there. A lot of the people that I work, you know, we, we work with, you know, regarding their houses and, and selling, selling uh, them, selling properties to us at a discount, for example, that was a mindset that I had to, we had to go through is the fact that, in fact, uh, in the marketplace, a lot of people see, see, uh, uh, real estate investors as as taking advantage of the situations, but we really have to get our minds wrapped around the fact that in indeed, if we're not there, we're we're actually serving a purpose, and we're trying we're really helping out that individual. I've I've dealt with a number of houses that are in really rough condition. They wouldn't have been able to sell it on the open market. Uh, so taking that burden off of that individual. Uh, that's that's the reason you you go to a closing and you get hugs at the closing table table versus them cursing you out for taking advantage of the situation. Absolutely, you are really doing that person. Um, you are really doing that person a a service, a good service. I remember one of my real estate clients. Uh, he focused a lot on senior on senior housing, and a, a lot of the times these seniors. They are so distressed. They are looking at either downsizing to move to a senior living facility. Some of them do not even have a family member. So uh, my client stepping in to take that house away from them and helping them transition to a, a facility that they can be taken care of, that was a huge service. So every real estate person have to see um helping seniors, helping people who are in, in a distressed condition. Maybe they are going through a divorce. Maybe some family member just died and there's a lot of quarreling among family members. Stepping in and helping to take away that stress out of that family is a huge service. So you need to see that as a huge service and feel good doing that instead of feeling guilty that you are taking advantage of somebody. It's not really taking advantage. It's really doing good. And if you communicate that properly to the people, to the family, they are going to look at you as a hero instead of looking at you as somebody who is sucking blood out of you. Right. Exactly. And then you, you also mentioned the, the concept that you, what I've, I've mentioned on the show before, we have a tendency of reacting to pain instead of moving towards pleasure. So it's interesting that you talk about and focus on the pain of the person you're trying to help. Because I, you're right. I think we would have a tendency of, of reacting or acting in that for that benefit more than, uh, than anything else. Absolutely. Because when you focus on the pain that a person is going through, you are going to see that the value you're providing is far more than the money you are paying to take, to take over that property. You are saving that person or that family a ton of emotional headache. You are saving them a lot of time 
you are also saving them uh, from making bad decisions because when people are stressed, they can easily make bad decisions that will lead them down, down the road to have to be in a worse situation. So if you look at the time, if you look at the energy, if you look at the emotional value that you are providing when you step in in that distress situation, it's really huge when you add all of that together, it adds to the value you are providing. So now you go into that transaction really feeling good about the value you are providing. But if you just focus on, well, I'm going to give this person a little bit of money and take over their property, then you can easily feel guilty that you are taking advantage of that person when in reality you are really doing that person a favor by taking that house out of their hands so that they can move forward with their lives. Sure. Just to remind everybody to get some more information of what Benson is talking about here, it's the number five profitmaximizers.com for some more information. And I think there's some links in there to uh, some additional resources. So definitely check it, check that out. But um, one of the things that you we talk about, and you also have a book, I should probably point that out. And it's called The, uh, the Business System That Never Fails. Um, could you talk a little brush on that a little bit? What do you, what do you mean by that? The title of that book? I mean, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, uh, over uh, 75 plus businesses fail after the first 15 years. So I wrote that book to really give people a foundation that they can build on that uh, will cause their businesses never to, to fail. And one of those foundations is what we have just been talking about in the previous minutes, which is to really focus on loving your ideal client. Because if you love your ideal client and you go out with that mindset and focus on their pain, then you are not you are never really going to fail in, in business because you are going to be motivated by the right thing. You are going to be motivated by love instead of being motivated by fear. Because there are two principal motivations, fear and love. As a matter of fact, there's a popular book. Many of your listeners might have read it. It's called Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. And in that book, Napoleon Hill talks about that the greatest emotion is love. An emotion really comes from the word uh, motive, which is also love. Another book that is very popular out there is called The Greatest Salesman in the World, written by a guy called Ockmandino. In that book, there are 10 scrolls. He talks about 10 scrolls. The first scroll he talks about is the scroll called love. Because he says, if you have love, you know, your clients might doubt, your, might suspect your merchandise, but the love that is coming out of your heart is going to melt your heart and it's going to cause you to be an attractive or magnetic person. So the fundamental pillar that runs through the entire business system that never fails is the pillar of love. That is, in a nutshell, what the book uh, is talking about. And if you love your clients, you want to keep providing value for them. You don't just want to go and collect money from them. You want to make sure that you provide value before you expect to receive money. So that is, in a nutshell, the, um, what is the business system that never fails. Sure. You know, it, that, that's especially interesting is talking about providing value. And, and uh, you know, that that's probably a, a, one of the bigger tips you've given here so far today, because uh, I, I do my best when somebody calls me, for example, 
I'm, I'm trying to be of assistance to them, even if they don't choose to go with me, especially at first, I always want to be at least their, that referral point for them where, you know, if you don't choose me, I'm happy to provide you to re- contacts and resources, whether it's contractors or what have you, um, and, and at least try to assist. Absolutely, JD. And when you do that, even if that person doesn't end up doing business with you, in fact, God is seeing that you are there to really help people. And so he has a way of causing other people who can really benefit from your services to be connected to you because he sees that you are really out there to deliver value. And you don't hold value until somebody gives you money before you start delivering value. You start delivering value off the bat from the very first moment somebody comes in contact with you. And that kind of mindset will really cause you to be seen in the marketplace as a value provider. And value providers are magnetic. People are attracted. Uh, it makes word of mouth to be very easy because people will say, wow, JD, that guy, man, he just started helping me. And even when it was apparent that we were not a good fit, he still referred me to somebody else that could really help me. All of that really begins to create a good vibe of word of mouth, and you begin to receive referrals from different directions, even from people who have not done business with you, because they know that if they send somebody to you, you are going to provide value to them, even if they don't do business with you at the end of the day. And of course, if they do business with you at the end of the day, you are still going to sell them in an excellent way because you are being perceived as a value provider. So one of the things that any person listening can really do every single day is to make sure that they are feeding the market with value. And that's what I mean by if you are feeding your child or you are feeding the tree, the tree will grow irrespective of the economy. But you need to feed that tree or feed that child with value. Value is synonymous to rain and sunshine. Rain and sunshine is what the tree needs to grow. When it comes to business, value is synonymous to rain and sunshine. So if you go out there and shower value freely, just like God showers sunshine and rain on trees freely, your business will grow just like the tree will grow when the tree is receiving that sunshine and rain you know, every single day. So value is what we want to feed the marketplace with every single day. Yeah, you know, in, since you brought up the spirituality of, of part of what you're you're talking about, I'm gonna I'm gonna delve into that just for a minute because what I found is that those people who kind of wear their spirituality and religion on their sleeve, there's also a sense of stewardship associated with this, where it's it's our responsibility in in a way, it's our responsibility to be good stewards of not only the business uh, of your of, of how you're treating individuals and everything. I mean, there's there's a responsibility there that I frankly think, you know, in a roundabout way, it's, it's kind of missing in, in a lot of businesses. Uh, absolutely. And unfortunately, uh, uh, Mr. J.D., a lot of people too try to disconnect their business, you know, from God because a lot of people think that, you know, God is somebody that you leave behind on Sunday in church But the first introduction of God 
in the Bible is actually entrepreneurial. It says, in the beginning, God created. So God knows business more than all the MIT, Harvard, Yale, Princeton professors put together. And since he has put us here on earth, I really believe that he has put us here to solve problems. And you and I and every other person listening, we have created businesses as a platform, you know, to solve those problems. So we have that responsibility because if we are not solving the problems he has put us here to solve, then either we don't believe in the solutions we provide or we are wicked. I usually say if you are ashamed to market your business and tell people what you do, you are either wicked or you don't believe in the solution you provide. But if you really love people, I'm going to use your words, you have that stewardship responsibility to go and help them. They might say, no, that's okay. You make an effort again to go out there and help them and keep doing everything you can to help them. It demonstrates that you really care for people. Right, right. So changing uh, topics just slightly is that, you know, a lot of people when when they're getting into real estate and investing for the first time or just being entrepreneurial, unfortunately, what they end up doing is creating a job for themselves. And I find that sometimes they get busy with things that actually don't drive towards the end goal. You know, I, I joke, I've joked about this in the past where I've, I've talked to uh, real estate investors and they don't understand why they haven't found their next deal. And then I ask them, well, what did you work on today? And it turns out they blew the entire day uh, designing their business card. You know, it's uh, you on your one sheet, it says more profits and fewer hours. How do you drive towards that goal where you're, you're putting in fewer hours, you're trying to regain some of that freedom and, uh, and still achieve what you're, what you're looking for? Absolutely. You just nailed it, uh, J.D. It's as if you have read the uh, PDF or one of my books. Um, so in the, in the five profit maximizers, I talk about five major areas. That's all any business needs to focus on. If you come to your business and you don't give those five areas prime time, you are not going to have the freedom you're, you're seeking for as a business owner in the first place. The first profit maximizer that many business owners neglect is lead generation. So if you come to business and you spend all your time designing those business cards, as you said, you know, arranging your table, you know, making sure it looks nice, you know, holding your phone and wishing you're making phone calls, but at the end of the day, you don't make those phone calls, you are going to be working long hours and there'll be very little to show for in terms of profit. But if you come into your business every day and say, I am going to devote X amount of hours or minutes focused on lead generation and follow up every single day, no matter what. Now you are setting yourself up towards the path of freedom because the more you focus your attention on lead generation and follow up, you're going to have so many leads in your pipeline that you'll be in a position now to choose who you really want to work with instead of just taking any deal because you don't have any deal to start with in the first place. And if you take any deal because you have a dry pipeline, you might end up buying a house at a loss. 
And if you buy that house at a loss and after repairing it and trying to sell it, and you're not able to sell it for the price you thought you would sell it, well, your business is not going to be profitable. And when your business is not profitable, you are going to be forced to put in a lot more hours to get it to where you want it to be. So if you focus on those five profit maximizers I mentioned in the free resource I have given, then you realize that you have more than enough time. And as you continue to focus on those five maximizers, your results will start compounding after a period of time. So now you'll be achieving greater profit with fewer hours because now you put yourself in a position to operate in the dimension of compound interest results instead of simple interest results. Sure. No, this has been a this is a great conversation. And and you and I could probably continue to unpack a number of these things. I just want to make sure again that everybody has your the link that you're providing. And, and take advantage of this, that uh, the free PDF, there's a ton of information there, 5profitmaximizers.com, the number 5profitmaximizers.com, and uh, take Benson up on, on this offer. There's a, like I said, there's a lot of great information there. Well, well, Benson, this has been, like I said, has been a great conversation. I kind of warned you it was going to be coming, and I f- feel like we could have covered quite a bit more ground here today. But what is the one thing you wish we would have uh, chatted about here that we might have neglected? That one thing is every business owner who is listening has to make sure that they are investing in themselves every single day to become more valuable. They have to invest in reading. They have to invest in uh, getting mentorship, getting coaching, becoming part of communities. I understand you have a mastermind, and uh, in those masterminds, you get a lot of value. Trying to make yourself better every single day because your business will never grow beyond your personal development. Your business and your team will never grow beyond you. So if your business is growing beyond you, it's going to shrink back to your level of development. So if you want your business to grow, Focus on growing yourself. And there are great books out there to read, to grow yourself. There are great masterminds out there. I believe yours is one of those. That is a great mastermind to be a part of, to learn from people who are like-minded in real estate and other related businesses. Just keep growing because your business will grow proportionate to your personal development. Yeah, uh, that was probably one of the bigger mind melts a person has delivered on this show in a while. Your business is only going to grow to the level of your personal development. I that that is I couldn't ask for a better way to end this show. Uh, thank you so much, Benson, for being on the show. You're welcome back anytime. I hope you'll take me up on that. Absolutely. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. JD, for the opportunity uh, to deliver some value today. And I look forward to celebrating all the success you know your audience is having. If you learned at least one actionable step to incorporate into your real estate investing, if so, please consider returning some of that value by leaving a positive review, subscribing to our YouTube channel, or joining our growing network on Facebook and Twitter. You can find links to all of our social media accounts in the show notes. See you next time.